When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here at the main I man. I didn't know you were coming. Did you not? No. Oh, tell me at Monaco. No, oh, yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I mean, we had Saudi Arabia. A lot, yeah, a lot since that. Monaco. Yeah, yeah. Are you, listen, are you off cloud nine no, yet? Saudi no, Arabia? I can't be. I was actually... I keep having to think to myself, do you know what? It was a bit embarrassing because today, when I got off the plane, I was a bit tired. I was walking along and I was thinking, fucking hell, we won! <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, there was so much riding on that win. And uh, of course, like industry wise, but also because I wanted him to win so bad because I know what it meant to him. So, if like in the last couple of weeks or the last sort of 10 days since we got back, I've just been saying to myself, imagine if we lost. Do you know what I mean? Because if I'm feeling a bit tired, which I've been the last couple of days, I just keep saying to myself, imagine if we'd have lost. Because then I would have been fucked. I might not only be able to get out of bed. Because I said, I said to Coogan in the interviews, like, I don't think that. That little period of Jarrell dropping out, finding the replacement, losing, Dillian White's issue with Oscar Rivas and everything that come with it. Like, it was draining. It was, it was. And I think you just, like, at the time, you just crack on and you just get on with it. But actually, looking back, I'm saying like I was depressed and all that kind of stuff, but I was fucking, like, I don't think I realised how down I was because I was just getting on with it. But it drains you, and like the negative energy starts. And again, that famous no context clip now, where I said, you know, I thought, why well, do I really want to do this? And now I'm fucking buzzing. <laughs> but but it's true because you you have to go through those, and things have been going really well lately. You know, obviously with Joshua, uh, we came here. The tickets have gone phenomenally well for this event. Chavez's lawyers told us today that he's been completely cleared by the police. And this is how life works. Do you know what I mean? It's like a war It is, is it is. And you, you go through these, these spells, these ups and downs, peaks and troughs, uh, mountain tops and valleys, as they say. And unfortunately, I've been in the game long enough now where I'm just saying to myself, it's all going to go tits up real soon. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just what happens. But then you come off the high of the Joshua win, and then you get 
IBF letter, WBO letter. Yeah. It's like, fuck, it's, it's easier when you haven't got belts because you haven't got to deal with that. So, no, we're, we're lucky. It's been, a, it's been an amazing year. That's why I just said in the thing, I thanked everyone, staff-wise, Matching Boxing USA, Matching Boxing. Like, it's a big, big team effort. I mean, you guys as well, you know, yeah. you're knocking your bollocks out week after week. You know, give Coogan some stick, but he puts the miles in as well, yeah, you know? And, like, people don't realise, you, you get home, you might have three or four hours and you got to repack your stuff and you got to go again. And it's not just... That's actually it's funny you said that, Eddie, because one of my questions was, obviously I was going to ask you, how do you stay motivated, like, travelling all the time? Because I've done it for a wee while yeah. now, Dallas, New York, and... It's stuff. just the love. It's just the love, yeah. the buzz. And that's why I said up there, it's like, the haters as well. Because without them, you know, like, I was listening to Bob Arum's comments the other day, it's fucking mind-blowing. <laughs> you know, this is a guy, he's, he's, he's criticising us for putting Chavez on. This is a guy, I think he done Pacquiao Margarito after Mag Margarito uh, had dodgy ham ramps. I mean, it's like one of the biggest sagas of all time. Bob just moved it to another state. Like, the guy talks like Bob, he should actually be struck off like from top rank now I think they should let him stop talking because I've done the same with my old man I said to him you're done now no more I don't want to hear you anymore they need to do the same for Bob because Bob's coming out saying you know I mean uh, the problem is we can't sell tickets who can't sell tickets you can't fucking sell tickets we've sold twice as many tickets here than you sold for your pound for pound maybe number one in New York last week you know so and all these people are working against you you know uh, Bob other people I won't mention as well, and I know you. I know you're doing it, you fuckers. Where with the Chavez thing, you know, and now he's been completely like uh, not suspended anymore. They're all like, "Fuck, Hearn, you fuck it." Like, just relax. You, life can be so much more enjoyable if you just relax, you know. But these people are so like sick. Yeah. They're sick. They're sick people, you know. Well, I've heard you say uh, before as well in the past that. If you wish success on somebody else, you'll get success on that's, yourself. That's how I just think it should be, but the problem is with boxing is, it's such a shit business, people get poisoned, and like the people that I'm talking about, I'm not even talking about Bob, Bob's alright, listen, me and Bob will do deals all day long. He slapped, Bob slagged me off constantly in 2019. I mean, can you imagine, Andrew, how sick these people were when AJ won in Saudi Arabia? How sick they were. I mean, he was double sick, because he had Andy Ruiz, and he lost Andy Ruiz. So when Andy Ruiz won in June, he was sick as a dog. He might have actually vomited. And then in December, when Joshua won, he was double sick because he realised now we're back in the game with AJ. So, you know. But people like, and again, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to talk about people who I know. People are supposed to be on our team. Like, who are working against us. You know, not, not as in work for Matra, but people that, like, you know, we're putting food on their table. You know? And it wasn't yet, me. It wasn't, you know, I know it weren't you, but it's just a mad world of boxing. Yeah. So it's just life, I guess, but boxing just exonerates that. I want to stay on AJ, if you mm. don't mind. Uh, what's going to be first? It's going to be the IBF mandate with uh, we, We've written to the, the both governing bodies. So hard for us because we obviously represent NUSIC as well. Mm. So we've got to push for that. But I'll just, my question to the governing bodies is who is first? Please talk to each other and tell us who is first. We don't want to vacate a belt, and we believe that we shouldn't have to vacate a belt because when you're a unified champion, there should be an order. Yeah. I know that because of how it's been ordered and called and the letters have come in, that the IBF is the first guy. But maybe we can't even do a deal with Pulev. I don't know. And maybe we fight Usyk instead. You know, Usyk's got the option to fight Chisora as well and then fight um, the winner of AJ Pulev. Or maybe the w maybe they turn around and say, no, the WBO's first. If there is, he'll fight Usyk. He doesn't have a problem fighting anyone. But as I said, it's quite... 
Um, when you don't have the belts, it's actually quite exciting because you're like chasing everything. And then you win, and then it's like Monday, oh, we're still celebrating. Bosh letter, bosh letter. Phone calls are coming in, lawyers are coming in. Um, he doesn't want to lose a belt, you know. He wants the dream, he wants to be undisputed world champion. That's always been the dream of his. And to lose a belt would be gutting. And, and let's be honest, like, we've all got. We've kind of all got a responsibility. We have to deliver for the mandatories, but we also have got to use some common sense to say, let's build something here for the sport. The undisputed heavyweight world championship is a game changer for the sport of boxing. So let's not fragment it. Let's just get together and just chat and say, who goes first? Like, t- tell us. We don't want to fall out of anyone. We don't want to lose a belt. Just tell us the process. We will follow that. Uh, We've got to do a deal with Pulev. That ain't going to be easy. It's our friend Bob. Well, you know. he actually so said we'll that Pulev's going to knock AJ out. Yeah, well, then he should take the fight if yeah. he believes that, you know. Um, and actually, you know, when we did the Lomachenko qualify, fight, it was a similar kind of thing. We could have bid for that fight for on the zone. And, you know, it was it, it was done because that's his fighter. And, you know, he came up with the money for Crawler. We're going to have to come up with the money for Pulev as well. And um, it's a good fight. It's a good fight, you know. I believe AJ wins that fight by knockout. Going to be back in the UK, I'd imagine. Possibly, yep. but again, you know, it's it's you're at a stage now where Hulev's going to want as much money as possible, right? The the place that has that generates the least amount of money for that fight is the UK, right? So Pulev don't really want to do it in the UK. Pulev wants to do it wherever the most money is generated for that fight. He's not going to say, "Oh, I'll take less money to do it in the UK," you know? New York. AJ you will. That wrong? Maybe AJ will, AJ will take less money yeah. to do it in the UK, but Pulev won't. So it's what is his package? How does that work? You know, Saudi don't want AJ to leave. They want him to be back there fighting again. I don't see that necessarily the Pulev fight is the fight to do that, but he will definitely return to Saudi Arabia at some point in his career. Um, I love Madison Square Garden. To write that wrong, as you say, would be a big move. I love Spurs. I love you know. I, I do feel like. UK is the place for, for this fight and, and AJ wants it back in the UK but you know, ultimately we'll sit down and run all the numbers and all the boring things that people don't really want to hear about Deontay Wilder has said on Sky Sports that he holds the most prestigious belt in boxing and he's ready to take the fight with AJ at any time yeah well then, I mean, that's the first that's you know that's the first yeah. uh, I think that sometimes but the mandatories can get in the way of that can they that's the problem yeah. no but mandatories will get in the way of that I mean I don't think that if we when IBF and then WBO, I don't think that we would be allowed necessarily to do Pulev and then Wilder. So, but then again, what's happening with Wilder Fury three? Like, there's, that's a possibility. So then you're talking about 2021. We really don't want to leave it too long. You know, we should have done this, and I told everybody we should have done this when we fought Povetkin, and then we definitely should have done it when. Uh, we fought Ruiz and he fought Brazil. Mm. That was another opportunity. It's not easy. Don't come around that often to fight for undisputed championships. I'm not going to see a Kelbrook Khan situation with us. No, Robin. but I mean we shouldn't because although Kelbrook Khan is a big UK fight, mm. this is a, a legacy fight for the sport. Like Wilder against Joshua is just a, a fight that transcends the whole sport worldwide to casual fans. Like it's massive. Um, but like. AJ said today he hopes Fury wins because he knows Fury will fight him the whole problem before is is that they all wanted 50-50 neither of them deserved it do they deserve it now there's a good argument AJ's lost but he has come back you know he's still a huge star but we kind of we all need each other and we acknowledge that now at the time Wilder was earning peanuts you know you can't go from making 3 or 4 million to 40 million when a guy's making 
10 times as much as you, you know. Now he's got a decent deal because DAZN helped him get that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, is it 50 50? That's for AJ to decide. But certainly the argument now is a lot stronger than it was a year ago. And ultimately, we get to a stage where AJ will, he just wants to fight. So he may, if he thinks he's not worth 50 50, he'll probably suffer it because he just wants to fight now. You know, and he knows what can happen in the sport. I think through the Ruiz loss, it wised him up to the sport of boxing to say, fuck, you can't take this sport for granted, mm. especially in this division. Especially where he's been, like, where he's been at the very top. Yeah, I mean, of course, but he realises, yeah. you know, and I think he's learned so much from that defeat because he's sort of realised that it's not always plain sailing and, and you've got to be ready at all times. It's a risky sport. One punch can change everything. You mentioned it there that AJ said this morning, you must have seen it on your flight over, yeah. that he wants Fury to win and if Fury yeah. needs him for help, yeah. he'll go and spar. Fury's came back and said, listen, I want you in my yeah, camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting with AJ's schedule. I, when, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, how are you going to do that? So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Like he's, a, I think now he's said it and, and Fury's going, I really wouldn't be surprised if he ended up flying out there and doing some right rounds. It's a weird one. Because the two they'll will, homework on each other. Yeah, they'll definitely fight. They'll definitely fight. Win or lose, if Fury wins against Wilder or loses against Wilder, Wilder, I promise you, AJ and Fury will fight at some point in the future, unquestionably. I can't necessarily the same, say the same thing about Wilder. I just don't know. Mm -hmm. But I know Fury will fight AJ, and I know AJ really wants to fight Fury because they both realise how, how big that fight is for Britain. So are you secretly hoping that Fury beats Wilder then, or do you want the yeah, Wilder fight I mean, more I like, than I like, I, I like. I hope. Fury wins because I, re I like Tyson mm. and he's British. So, like, if, he, if he's a Brit against a Yang, sorry, you said mate. You like Tyson? Yeah, I like Tyson. Yeah. I've always liked Tyson Fury. He's fucking like he's fucking drives me mental and <laughs> and probably vice versa. But I've like you can't not respect the man. You know, he's come back from. Listen, I met him in Monte Carlo. And we were talking about doing a deal, mate. He was in a terrible, yeah, terrible I physical was state. Years, mate, I was looking at him thinking, you will never ever be fight again. And he proved me wrong. He proved a lot of people wrong. What he's done is incredible. He's a very good fighter. I just think AJ beats him. It's my own personal opinion. But let's see it. But I know for a fact that he will fight. Because he does talk some bollocks. But he, he don't back down from the I know somebody else that talks some bollocks. Yeah, of course. That's, that's, that's the sport we're in. Yeah. You know, you talk a load of bollocks. Yeah, well, off camera. Yeah, off no, camera. no, no, on camera. <laughs> uh, last question on the heavyweights, yeah. obviously. Uh, before we talk about this huge card in Phoenix. Dylan White, yep. mandated again by the WBC, but it seems like a little... Well, I'm, disa I'm, disappointed. I'm disappointed with that because they've already had a ruling where he fights, he's supposed to be the mandatory for the winner of Fury Wilder. They decided to suspend him, although no one else suspended him, just the WBC. Now he's completely cleared. They've said, OK, fair enough, but now you've got to wait till 2021. And then, of course, you've got the franchise issue coming in after that. So Dillian White's next fight will be in the spring. I love the Andy Ruiz fight. I love the Alexander Povetkin fight. But it's just, you know, for us, it's all very well having these 50-50 fights, which he's done all his career. When's the world title shot coming? Mm -hmm. And these fights are very dangerous, but he's up for that, and he wants to be in big fights. Great team for the heavyweight division. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the reason why we're in Phoenix. Huge Phoenix card. You mm. mentioned it up there. I mean, it's a stack card. 10,000 tickets. I'm yeah. been sold. Yeah. I'm not yeah. yeah. There'll that. be 10,000 in there. Not yet, but about 8,000 at the moment, a bit more, so... There'll be about 10,000 in there. It's going to be it's going to be wild. Does Jacobs have to make a steam against Chavez Jr.? He does. I mean, look, we don't. Chavez Jr. is is just who knows what we're going to get. You know, I mean, he's they love him, they hate him. Obviously, he's had to live in his father's shadows for a long time. You know, I know exactly how he feels. <laughs> and um, but he can fight, and he's trained hard. Freddie Roach in the corner. Um, he looks in great shape. He's still got to make the weight, which will always be a struggle for him. I'm hearing he's in good shape for that. 
So I think it's a really good fight. You know, Danny Jacobs, two-time middleweight world champ, moving to 168 pounds, wants to fight the likes of Callum Smith and Billy Joe and all those guys. You know, a lot of these people decide to move up, make the weight quite easy, and then start talking about, oh, I can make 160. Maurice, the same. You know, oh, I can make 140 again. I saw you make 140, mate. You were a dead man walking. You know, it's the same with uh, Danny against Canelo. Like, be comfortable at the weight. Danny will be much stronger and better at 168 pounds. And it's an interesting fight. A lot of Mexicans coming. A lot of Mexicans coming. Atmosphere's going to be Mexican wild. Body, yeah. Yeah, also. Uh, obviously, the cool main event, you got Julio Cesar yeah, Martinez against yeah. Mr. Rosales. I mean, I've seen both of them fight. I mean, they both Great come. fight. I mean, it's going to be non-stop 12 rounds of action. Um, you know, I think it's a great fight. Of course, uh, Martinez, you know, in, in with Charlie Edwards last time, we all know what happened there. Yeah. Um, it's a good fight. Rosales is a great fight, looking to reclaim his world championship. Um, Maurice Hooker against Uriel Perez is a really good fight as well. I think it's a dangerous fight for Maurice Hooker. Perez can really punch. And good to see Liam Smith on the card, Josh Kelly, Danny Aryalusinov, and, and all the other guys. It's a packed card. I want to touch on Martinez. I want to touch on Martinez, um, obviously with a little bit of clinbuterol mm. in his system, trade system, the WBC have sort of... Uh, raised the levels, raised yeah. The, yeah, has raised the levels. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, again, it's a VADA conversation. I think VADA um, spoke to WBC and said, look, your issue is, is there is going to be clenbuterol mm. in food and meat in Mexico. It's not saying that they're making up. This is a VADA comment, not a WBC comment. And the levels that you're at will be be um, frequently detected so you've got to raise those levels otherwise you're going to get this a lot so they raised it and that's really where it is so I'm getting tapped on the shoulder here there's yeah. loads of media behind me so uh, last question I'll talk about Mikey Garcia and mm -hmm. Cashbrook tomorrow yeah. if that's alright yeah. uh, Ben Davis and Tyson Fury separated what's your thoughts on that yeah surprise I mean you never know the ins and outs do you mm. you know like from a social media perspective they're a match made in heaven you know Ben's obviously been a big part of Tyson getting back on track but clearly Tyson felt that he needed to make a change you, would, you wouldn't have thought that from the outset from what you see but sometimes you don't know what's going on inside but I think Ben Davis has done a great job I think he's been a big part of Tyson's comeback and good luck to them both well like I say Tons of media breathing down my neck. Every yeah. time you ask a question, people are going. I know, I know, I can sense it. I can sense yeah. it. They've all got a smile on their faces anyway. I know, yeah. I'll catch you for Mikey Garcia okay, and Cashbrick tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, thanks for coming down cheers, to my mate. height. Yeah, thanks very much, Eddie. All thanks right, very cheers. much for Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.